Don't act like you're the same person. You've learned how to touch, to feel. You've connected with people. With us. show free show it's fresh like a filet mignon i have no idea what just happened we went with two way different directions oh man i was thinking like culinary fresh i have no idea what to do with the sentence that you just stated out loud (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm probably because i haven't eaten i haven't eaten like i should have i was gonna say (laughs) i know like you i'm glad you added that because i know sure shit when we started this call you're like hold on i'm stuffing my face (laughs) it was carbs (laughs) i need food food (laughs) jesus christ you're falling apart (laughs) it's it's getting bad chief (laughs) i can see the i can see the 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 strands (laughs) breaking out you deserve it it is it is. What is it? We are. I've manufactured my misfortune. You really have. <laughs> <laughs> you will get none of my sympathy. Oh, no. I wasn't looking for it. I don't need it. <laughs> I'll need it a little bit. I'm lying. Just, mm-hmm. just a wee bit. <laughs> it's like, all right, you keep that energy. We'll get back to that. <laughs> I'm like I'm like um, I'm like dude man in the beginning of Fable 2. Can you spare me a bit of pity? <laughs> oh shit. Sorry, uh set in the dark mood. <laughs> <laughs> Misfortune is the name of the game today. Um yeah. So today we're going through uh we're not even gonna cover all of episode two. Uh we're probably covering realistically like a half to three quarters of it. But this is the first area where we get both storyline and lore. So we're going to get some answers of some behind the scenes stuff. As, Ooh, you know, so the tutorial is over is what you're saying. Well, no. 
<laughs> I tried, y'all. Uh, yeah, no. So the first episode is very much the like introduction version of tutorial. Like, this is how you climb. This is how you walk. This is like the mechanics is episode two. The mechanics get introduced in the second episode. And that's where you start learning how to uh, craft different resources, how to like build a bridge, <laughs> what it means to play online, but not play online. <laughs> I can play with friends. Is kind what you're of, saying? In a way. <laughs> um, I want to play with my friends now. Well, I mean, sort of. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but yeah, no, if you haven't heard the last episode, our live show, I guarantee you need to go and listen to it for the setup. Basically all of Death Stranding, you have to listen to in order or you're going to be fucking lost. In fact, um, if you listen to it in order, chances are you're still going to get a little lost. It's a part of the sauce. It's a, it's a part of the sauce. So if you guys have any questions, uh, don't forget, you can always email us at you, me and lore at gmail.com or you can go to our website www.youmeandlore.com or you can even hit us up on discord you can find the link to our discord server on our social media primarily we post it on our facebook you can go there and then join the discord and ask us questions there basically if you are confused or need something clear uh, clarified don't hesitate to ask let us know i'll, I'll be happy because chances are i describe something in a ludicrous way that makes no sense if you send a voice message at you me and lord.com we'll answer even faster yes because we can actually put that in the episode and then have everybody hear it and answer it forever let us make you famous mm -hmm. no questions are dumb but some answers are <laughs> <laughs> if, if they've heard this podcast all everything we say on here is dumb mm -hmm. but yeah so uh, oh, you can also catch me on Twitch. I'm doing a playthrough of Death Stranding as we're going through the game uh, on the podcast, basically to keep fresh on it. But I'm not, I'm not careful about spoilers uh, <laughs> while I'm streaming. Enter at your own. Yeah. So risk. if you don't want anything spoiled, don't go in watch it because I'm spoiling fucking everything in there. It's very much a uh, this is important because of X, and X is important because of C kind of ordeal he it it's literally my man's fangirling the whole stream yeah you're in for a treat yeah i walked up to a rock <laughs> at one point and was like look at the detail on that rock and we looked at it for like a solid two minutes like <laughs> so my man is the steve Irwin of death stranding yes um that brings us to uh because i said we're gonna be covering lore as well as story the other thing we're gonna be covering is um some gameplay mechanics that aren't stated in the game uh, but those get introduced here as well. So this is going to be kind of a, uh, not a hodgepodge of an episode, but we're definitely going to be covering a lot. So sounds more like a walkthrough. <laughs> yeah. One could say that <laughs> it's not outside the realm is what you're saying. Yeah. I feel that I respect yeah, that. It's, it's a thing. It's a thing people do that we may or may not also be doing. It's a thing is all I can say. Things are being done is what we're saying. Yeah, it's just stuff. It's just stuff, man. It's all right. It's going to be all right. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be tight. Like a tiger. Um, so we're going to pick up where we left Wait, off. I'm sorry. Did you say like a tiger? Yeah, like a tiger. <laughs> God damn it. No, Love I didn't it. know where that's from. I didn't make that up. That's not me. <laughs> Boy. Wait, real quick, real quick. Before you even look up that, why don't you Why don't you introduce? Tell the nice people who we are and what we about. 
Um, why don't you do it? I'm going to be talking for the next two hours. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the episode you've been waiting for. You've been stranded, but now you're found. You, me, and Lore, Death Stranding. As always, Kenny Kendall Gomez. And we have the dead man himself. And I'm not talking The Undertaker. Brandon Wayner. It's uh, it's from Austin Powers. Old member. I love gold. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Because if that was just something that's been living in my head all these years. <laughs> no. Nah, without man. like any any kind of reference media, I would have I would have checked myself in. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine my responses. I I've never seen it. Is it any good? Oh god. Oh I honestly don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's like uh, I'm not too sure. Uh but yes, we do things here. We do all the things, y'all. No, 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 no. We do some things here. We do oh, we do a thing every things. now and then. Just <laughs> every now and then. Um, one thing I will say is just hang out, I guess. Be comfy. Yeah, we're going on a journey. We explore death. That's what we explore today. We're exploring death. We explore if living is truly living. You good there, Barbara Streisand? I'm great okay. right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So let's jump into it. So we left off with Sam. He just got done dumping his mom's body off at an incinerator. <laughs> Quick reminder, y'all, just oh. for um, if if you don't get rid of the body, things go boom. Yeah, he did that. Uh, his mom was also the president. So there's that. And he's got a cool baby in a jar. Any questions? Now, the magic baby in the jar, can I throw it out like a Pokemon or? No, baby has to stay in jar. Lame. Yes. This is very lame. We actually get, we'll actually be talking about that today. During our live show, (laughs) uh, BB, was it 23 or 28? I want to say it's 28, right? I'm going to agree with you. Knowing damn well my memory is like Swiss cheese. It is 28. Yeah, BB 28. So we're going to be, but during our live show, BB was the most (laughs) like the hottest topic of the conversation was what the fuck is this baby in the jar? My man is like, he's like Hansel in a Zoolander. He's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. You respect the baby and the baby respects you. Maybe it didn't work out for Igor. <laughs> oh, that's later on. No, that happened. Oh, that already. Oh, that did already happen. Yeah. yeah Igor was about? like, yeah, my bad. I'm sorry, <laughs> man. I, f- I forgot e- Igor went on uh, Danny DeVito and almost got everybody murked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Igor just started fucking blasting. <laughs> That's the way. It's the way we like it. Okay. So all that happened. And basically dead man told Sam that he needed to go take a shower because he can't meet the president like that. And that's where we left everybody off as a cliff at the cliffhanger because the president's dead. <laughs> That's right, yo. Clean yourself off. Mm-hmm. So Sam listens to Deadman, and he goes and jumps in the shower. And for those of you who have never played the game, I'm going to describe uh, your private quarters in Death Stranding. So basically, it's a single room. On one side of the wall is... And it's like an oval-shaped room. Like, almost like a pill-style like style oval. Uh, the door is on the point of one oval. Shower is on the other point. On one side of the uh, the over, over the long side of the wall is the bed, a table, 
uh, and a kind of hologram computer kind of thing. And then on the opposing wall is where BB's pod is, and it's hooked up to a wall. That's where Sam's equipment hangs, literally hangs behind glass, so it can be decontaminated and all of his weaponry and tools. When you go into the shower, uh, the shower is not just a shower, but it also has the t- like a toilet that pops out of the wall <laughs> in the shower. Bro, that's hella Japanese. Um, we were talking about it on stream, and I have yet to decide if it's hella clever or hella dumb. I really don't know. It, it's this weird middle ground where I'm like, it makes sense, but at the same time, I hate it. Well, I say given the future dystopia where everybody's like living in a cubicle. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, I guess. But um, so Sammy goes, takes a shower and while he's in the shower, dead man calls to just bullshit with him. And Sam's like, I can't get any fucking privacy in here. And he's then dead man's like, oh, no, like, actually, the shower is the only place we can't see you. Uh, the rest of your room, we know exactly where you are. We just don't have cameras in, in the shower toilet area. So you're constantly Bro. under surveillance. Oh, and there's um. Sam has to, like, shout for him to hear it, but there's no, like, microphones or anything in there either. All right, so what in the name of Spanish Norman Bates is Guillermo doing to this man? Oh, don't worry. There's a lot of shower stuff that happens in this game, actually. Bro, but that, damn, that's like, a that is a man's most sacred place is the shower. And it's interrupted. Uh, no, I would say You're it's like, a spot on the couch. Really? No. Because here's the thing, right? So Mm -hmm. I will let my wife take a shower with me, but I'm not going to let her sit in my spot on the couch. My man said that's when he lets the misogyny take (laughs) take over. You know what I mean? Like that's I I respect that. Okay, that's my spot. (laughs) Takes a lot of work to put those butt imprints there. You know, like it it takes a while to get the cushions in the right place. You got to get the lump them lumped in the right area. My man said if it fits my mouth, I don't want no one to change it. Yeah. <laughs> my deformed, decrepit body fits perfectly in it. I don't want you making it normal. Wah, wah, wah. But uh anyway, so all that happens. Sam gets uh he gets, you know, changed and then heads back over to the isolation ward. And that's the ward that has the pseudo oval office hologram thing going on. I love how in dystopia like that, there's uh, or a blossoming dystopia, excuse me, that there's still a PR team that's like, hey, man, people still need to see the uh, Oval Office gets the spirits going. So PR is a thing that's something you should remember (laughs) throughout the theme of this game, because public perception is definitely something that gets brought up like a lot, especially here. Yeah, especially here. So as Sam walks in. Uh, dead, not dead man, uh, diehard man is there waiting for him. And he's like, obviously Sam <laughs> says, uh, you know, president is dead. There is no president and diehard man. It's like, I'd like you to meet the president of the United States. And he gestures and a woman comes walking from the far side, uh, of the room towards Sam. And it's the woman in the red dress. You ever, this is in, I feel like it's like a motif for a theme and in, in sci-fi in general. There's always a woman in a red dress. Yeah. Or like in some kind of red clothing. Cause like you say that and my brain was like Battlestar Galactica. Bears and beats, yep. All things red. 
Bears and Beats. Bears, Beats, Battlestar Galactica. Now, there is something that I didn't notice, and I'm going to point it out now, but as she was walking towards the camera, the thing I noticed while streaming was that there was a rainbow behind her from the light getting reflected. Now, would you say she looked like a a rainbow holographic Pokemon card? Uh, Well, she did look holographic because she is. Wait a minute. (laughs) So Sam uh, stays, finally, we have a name for her, and it's Amelie. So this is the same woman that's been brought up before. Amelie is the woman in the red dress. And this Amelie lady, she, um, is she, is she a big deal? She's kind of a big deal. And we're going to go into why, uh, because dead man, <laughs> uh, being not dead man, but diehard man being diehard man instantly goes dickhead mode and goes, look at her. Like it's been 10 years since you've seen each other and she hasn't aged today to which Amelie tells him uh that sam already knows because her body is still on the beach and she's not allowed to age also um for everybody from last week is a little reminded the beach that we're talking about is where the uh the resurrection i guess is the best way to put it (laughs) we'll get into it because right now it's still a kind of a mystery kind of thing and we get as the game goes on, more research is done on the beach, and we get a lot more answers of what it or them may be. Oh, yeah, just beep me. Yeah. Just, just put a beep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm going to let you. I'm, no, you're staying in. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. They're going to hang me in the streets. So that's one of the first. So this is one of the first times where we start finding out that the beach is maybe a tangible place. And it is directly one of the effects of the kind of post, not not post, but current apocalyptic era, era going on. This is where we also find out there is no longer a United States of America, but now it is the United Cities of America. No, that'll be a reality in no time. <laughs> Just you wait. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now we get a little backstory on Amelie and basically her story is three years ago. Bridget sent the best of bridges westward. And Amelie was kind of there to spearhead the operation of them going west. Amelie was going because she can't just sense BTs, but she can see them. Like, for, and not just like when they're close, but for like miles. And she knows when there's going to be timefall. And timefall is what usually brings BTs. So she's able to like, she was basically able to avoid all BTs and trouble for the Bridges one team going westward. So essentially, essentially, she, she's, 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 she's like the kid from the sixth sense. If he became an explorer. Yes. The other big thing she could do is she could also sense the craters people left behind and change courses as needed. Now, like she can, like she can feel them as soon as that it goes down or she could feel like the remnants or like the, what's the word at this point? We don't know. At this mm. point, we just know that craters were the other thing that she could detect. No, not explained further. <laughs> Fails to elaborate. <laughs> Y'all, she's a metal detector. Uh, basically, she's basically uh this shit's weird detector. <laughs> she's the canary in the in the mine. Mm-hmm. So the whole point they were going is they were going on this just to, I'm not going to say rebuild America, but reconnect America would be the term I would use. Their whole purpose was to go westward, look for survivors, 
and then visit like whatever communities are still standing and convince them to join the UCA, the United Cities of America. And the UCA is how we're going to refer to it for probably the rest of the podcast. Uh, so many acronyms. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Oh, <laughs> so they get, it takes them three years, but they get from the East coast to the West coast. And as soon as they get to the West coast, they get ambushed in the entirety of the first team gets killed minus Amelie. Mm-hmm. And now the city this happens in is the furthest West that you can go. And it's called West or I'm sorry, edge, not city. You say we're going to East edge, not no, just edge, not there is no East edge, not oh. just edge, not oh, it's just edge, not just edge, not or isn't there a West? Mm, I think that's the mountain town. Is it not? I believe. Yeah. Okay. I might be mixing it up. Miss Goosey, Miss Goosey. Well, now we're going to pull it up. No, that's Mountain Knot City. No, it's Edge Knot City. It's Edge Knot City. Okay, I'm just a dummy. Hundo percento Edge Knot. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm mixing up regions, y'all. Don't pay me no mind. I don't know where you're getting West Knot. I can't see one anywhere. No, I think I just, like, I don't even think it was even the city. It just might be, like, you know how, like, there's a North region, a Western region? Oh, you got the regions mixed up? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's what it was, gotcha. yes. Gotcha. Man, when we get to the central region, there's just so much shit. Uh, but we'll get there. In the words of Brandon, we'll get there when we mm-hmm. get there. Yeah, this is a slow burn <laughs> game. <laughs> we'll get there. So she gets taken, and she gets taken by, uh, well, at this point, they're called terrorists. But she kind of interjects and says that she's a captive, but she's not a prisoner would be the best way I could put it. Because she's not kept in a cell, and she's kind of allowed to do whatever the fuck she wants as long as she doesn't leave. To include, um, you know, do these chiral grams. I'm sorry, you'd say chiral grams? Chiral grams. Chiral grams. Chiral grams. Instead of hologram, it's a chiral gram. Oh. We talked about this last episode. We did, we did. I'm just trying to, little callbacks. <laughs> um. So... Obviously, this is weird, and the reason why she's allowed to do all this is because it's kind of she's kind of like the bargaining chip the terrorists have on it in Edge Knot City because they want Edge Knot City to remain independent. So they kind of have her held or kept around in case the UCA decides to, you know, make a push. You know, didn't they they tried that on Vlad the Impaler and didn't work out for them? So I have a feeling it's not going to work out because it's Daryl that's coming after him. Only one way to find out, bucko. Oh, damn. <laughs> Yee. <laughs> so uh, we then get the name of these terrorists, and they're called the Homo Demons. Homo Demons. Nope, not Demons, just Demons. So it's Homo Demons. Homo Demons. So these Homo Demons, basically the terrorists, they're the terrorist organization. They're the big bads of this game right they purposely will leave they'll they'll kill people and leave their bodies hidden in order to purposely cause a void out remember the void outs are those big explosions and wipe things off the map so they're not afraid to like use the effects of the death stranding as we know it thus far in the podcast and use it for their own advantage that's a very dangerous game to be playing man Mm -hmm. This is where it's proposed that the suicide might have been on purpose in Central Knot City. 
Mm. Are you saying it was a it was a setup? It was engineered? Maybe. It's it's theorized and it would make sense cuz remember that body they it wasn't quarantined. It was a suicide and they got they were lucky they found it when they found it. It's true. Mm-hmm. So I mean it's some it's speculative, but there's some some strong pointing in that direction. And who's to say that the suicide was a suicide is what you're saying. I'm picking up what you put in. Well, that's down. the thing. So these uh these demons are actually like what's the word I want? Like I, I I'd say like very fervent in their beliefs. Like they would kill themselves to further the agenda. Man, there are a lot of similarities. <laughs> they have with a lot of terrorist groups. Mm-hmm. So just bear that in mind. So basically, this is where the whole plot gets described. And real quick, the they they essentially that the homo demons are pretty much somebody in, in juggernaut armor from Call of Duty. Yeah, more or less. Okay. So I want to paint a picture for everybody, yeah. that's all. Um they also use order decks. They some of them carry BB units. Uh they use lethal ammo. Like we'll get into kind of more on them when they come up, and there will be some dedicated backstory. Yeah, I'm, I got some offline questions about what happens when you dispatch them, but <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah. So, Die Hard Man then starts talking about how because of these terrorists, basically it has forced different communities and stations and areas to not want to be associated with the UCA because if they are associated with the UCA, they'll get blown the fuck. We then get a nifty little um, exchange between Die Hard Man and Sam. Die Hard Man says, more than a few prefer to remain isolated. America can only, they believe that America can only rebuilt, be rebuilt. God damn it. More than a few prefer to remain isolated. They believe America can only be rebuilt by people who can take it by force and put them in shackles. And that's when Sam lifts up his cufflinks. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck do you call this? <laughs> Fucking bling. That's what we call it, dog. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, he's like, you literally just, just told, you just said how they were right. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not making a good case. Um, it's kind of like that meme of the dude who got accused of stealing a jersey and then he shows up to court wearing the jersey. <laughs> oh my God. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, no. Mm. Mm. I love the law. Gotta love it. So this is where Amelie comes back in and she tells Sam, like, you know, they're not cuffs. They're a reminder of being connected and yada, yada, yada. Right. This is where we get introduced to the Cupid. Q, capital key, capital key, capital Q, P, I, D. Capital Q, P, I. I love Kojima and his names. Never fails. It, it, you know, they do a thing. <laughs> they, <laughs> they do a thing. <laughs> he, he he does a thing with them, and that's just, that's just, whoa. What? Everything okay? So we got some more lore. Um, six. Okay. So the Cupid is basically this floating, imagine a necklace chain. Now put. Yeah, I am picturing. All right, I'll put six. Imagine the shape of a USB stick, like a thumb drive. Yeah. You know, that's pretty much a rectangle, except it's rounded on one side. Mm-hmm, All mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Now make them solid and metal. 
and put six of them on that necklace and now make the necklace float. There you go. That's your Cupid. And what do they do? So (laughs) the Cupid was designed to be brought with Bridges 2, which if you remember, Bridges 2 was destroyed when Central Knot City was destroyed. But they were going to be brought with Bridges 2 to follow Bridges 1. And they were going to be the team that reconnects each place with the Cupid to the Chiral Network. The Chiral Network, imagine the internet, except I'd say the quantum internet. It'd be the best way I could put it. <laughs> it's fiber on crack, y'all. It's super if crack. If you know anything about like, um, what's that shit with the two quantum dynamics? Quantum dynamics, like that make the dog robot? No. Or... So it's the one where basically where there's not DNA, but there's one uh, there's one atom and then another atom shares the exact same thing with it. And they're both at the same place at the same time. So they transmit data to each other instantly. I'm, I'm not going to. I would I would love to be this educated, but this is actually the first time I've actually ever heard. Uh, this. So. And I'm using the wrong term for it. So give me just one second, because it is something that is I thought it was that, but it's not. Uh, because a lot of the terminology that we're about to go into and keep going into is going to be based on some quantum theory. Quantum particles. Are we, we entangled, entangled particles. Whew. Oh, like quantum entanglement. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's the whole thing of quantum entanglement. Um, Oh, see, when you say that, that I'm like, oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so that all falls into <laughs> fucking, anyway, we'll get into it. <laughs> yeah, so the you see, the Cupid, they got to be in the town for them to get this, like, spiritual successor to internet, right? Yeah, basically. To put it, so to it's put AT&T. it plainly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, the only problem they've had, because a lot of people were like, all right, why is this just now happening? Uh, the problem they had was the thing is like super, it's made out of Kyrillium, like the whole thing. So nobody can carry it because um, they'll die. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a bit inconvenient. Yeah, if that's what your Internet's made of. <laughs> but chiral matter doesn't affect people with dooms and they got Sam. So Sam's up. <laughs> Bro, that's the worst thing in the world, man. That's like, if you're born with dooms, you're like automatically like, hey, man, this is your job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is where Sam says that he, he's not going to do it. <laughs> he tells him to go fuck himself. He's not doing it. Sam ain't nobody's bitch. Yeah. Uh, and he says his name is Sam Porter Bridges now. He's not a strand. Wait, he's not. A, what was his last name? Strand. I'm going to keep my comments to myself. Mm -hmm. Go on. Uh, This is where he tries to storm out. Amelie tries to like stop him. But remember, she's a chiral gram. And just like how dead man walked through Sam earlier, Sam just walks through her and he goes, see, it's like I'm not even here. Same as it ever was. And then just, yeah, it just fucks off. He just leaves. (laughs) Gotta love it when teen angst turns to adult angst. Mm -hmm. I just love it when like you, you form those like. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, this is my line and I'm not doing it as an adult where those that angst as a teenager becomes like your solidified lines in the sand. <laughs> I'm not changing my mind. Mm-hmm. Well, Take it or leave it. <laughs> so Die Hard Man chases after Sam because obviously Amelie won't. 
and he tries, you know, he tries to stop him to convince him to do it. And Sam tells him something obvious and he goes, wrapping the world in cable didn't end the suffering the first time. What makes you think it's going to work this time? Ooh. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not wrong. It really didn't work the first time for everybody. No. So his only response is you need to go sleep because <laughs> you're just cranky because you need a nap. Go to sleep, ho. Go to sleep, ho. And this is where Dead Man kind of like shows up. He's like, hey, you know, very important conversation you're having, but uh, everybody likes me more anyway. And he's holding BB. And, yeah. And so he walked, well, BB's still in a jar, but he walks up with BB and BB is kind of just doing BB stuff. And he says like, hey, uh, usually BBs plus baby or yeah, BBs plus dudes with dooms don't work. This seems to work. So. Here you go. <laughs> oh, damn it. It's another episode of Voluntold. Yeah. So now Sam has this busted BB that kind of works for him. And uh, Deadman says that he's unsure if it's like because of Sam's dooms or if it's, you know, the BB's just weird because we don't know shit about BB's at this point. Or option three, it could just be that the BB likes Sam. They have an affinity for one another is the way it's put. It's going to sound terrible, but it sounds like it's kind of like a pet. Yeah, 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 kind of, pretty much. You can replace the BB with a Chihuahua; it still works the same. <laughs> same as long as the conditions have been met. <laughs> um. So, Sam returns to his room, and this is where you know we have to do it. We enter another dream sequence. Ooh, cue the Max Payne dream sequence music. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we get it, and. Sam is on the beach. Amelie's there. And she tells him that he is a strand. He says, no, he's not. And she kind of has this quote that I'm going to use. And it is, or she says this line that I'm going to quote. And it's, it's a funny word, strand. A strand is a part of a rope or bond. While stranding means being washed up on shore. And being stranded is when you can't go home. And she tells him, like, hey, uh, I'm stranded. I need you to come and, you know, save me. Well, my man's feeling saucy. He's like, hells no. And well, she also points to the fact that, you know, if he didn't care, he wouldn't still be carrying around the dream catcher that she made him as a child. Well, maybe it's just a nice accessory that my man likes to wear, you know? Mm-hmm. But she got a point. She got my man caught. So he knows he he knows what he has to do. Yeah. So uh, she, yeah, she's like, hey, you know, we're still connected. Don't tell me we're not. And tells him that she'll be waiting for him. And this is where we get a cool little scene. As she's walking away, uh, she's walking once again into the ocean of the beach. And in the backdrop behind the ocean is like this weird, giant, glowing red ball planet thing. Uh, this got this just got very Elden Ring very quickly. Well, this came first, so meh. <laughs> Elden Ring got very distranding very quickly. <laughs> oh, oh man. Tell me how you really feel. Sam wakes up uh clasping I guess the the dream catcher and Dead Man tells him like, "Hey, you know, uh BB's calibrated. Do you should work. Let me know if it doesn't." That's kind of it. <laughs> That's the game plan, playboy. Figure it out. Uh now at this point the game kind of opens up a little bit, so some things that I state 
may not happen in the order they happen for you, the player. Uh, for example, uh, a lot of people just continue with the story, but you can spend some time here to examine things around your room. And if you go up to your equipment panel, you can examine uh, your suit and attached to your suit are is like some blue cord with a red spiral going and they're called strands. And these strands you can use to like tie down equipment. You can use it for different things. You can even use it as a weapon at some point. They're also used for identification for Bridges members because the Bridges members have their blood actually used to make that red strand going down. Yeah, man, I don't like these uh, job requirements. I, I Not only am I delivering shit next to like uh, gods between life and death, I also got to give you my blood to make stuff. Like, uh... mm-hmm. And uh, that all comes from Mama, your favorite person in the world. The greatest actress of all time. Continue. Uh, that all comes from Mama, uh, and she's in charge of operate Bridges operations. Why? Why? Why not? Oh, we'll get into that. I know, <laughs> not yet, but we'll get into that. <laughs> I'll save my rent. It's coming though. Um, you also get a call from Hartman. Hartman was uh, one of the people in the room when the president died. Well, Kyle Graham was in the room when the president died. And he is in charge of research, and he researches everything into dooms, and particularly the Death Stranding, and his area of focus is beaches. So he comes on, and he's telling Sam that basically he's going to be taking everything that Sam has whenever he goes poop, he pees, or he takes a shower. Also, um, in regards to Hartman, he's your like quintessential like nerdy guy. Yeah, he has a pretty fascinating story once we kind of get yes. to But just to just to kind of paint a picture, y'all, if y'all if you ever watch Agents of Shield, just picture the the Irish guy in terms of like they're that nerdy. But yeah, continue. Oh, so uh the reason he's doing this isn't just for shits and giggles. Uh it's he's doing it because as he explains, both Hartman, Mama, and Sam have dooms. Sam is the only one who's a repatriate. Now, there is like a lot of stuff, uh, old knowledge that is now lost once the, you know, the big boom booms all over the country. But there's knowledge that says that, you know, people with dooms have some sort of effect with Timefall, BBs, the Death Stranding, beaches, like somehow it's all connected, right? Because it all kind of appeared around the same time. So he's doing all this because the excess, the excreted chiral matter uh, from Sam is going to be studied because chiral matter has an adverse effect on hormone secretion and nervous function. And there's a believed to be a correlation between exposure and development of phobias in extreme and in extreme cases, violent suicidal impulses. And all of it may be a trigger. Oh, and I'm sorry. And chirillium might be a trigger for the onset of dooms. So he's hoping that, the information of these people having an effect on these things and then seeing how their body kind of gets rid of it will kind of answer some questions about the middle ground and see if there's any like use that these things could have, especially knowing that it affects the body in physical ways and mental ways. It's a very, you know, not one dimensional thing. Man, I, I kind of hate to be that guy, but like there's, there's literally nothing supernatural about this. This seems like any pill that Big Pharma pushes out. Uh, we're going to get more information. 
<laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. Uh, so we get this really cool scene. Die Hard Man walks in with Cupid. We get this really cool scene of Sam like gearing up to do this. Uh, once again, it's reiterated that Doom guys, Doom's guys can carry the Cupid. Not a big deal. Sam's like, listen, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to reconnect all your shit on the way going west, but I'm going west to save Amelie. I don't give a fuck about your knots. I, I kind of care about Die Hard Man's garlic knots. I feel like, you know, it's for a good cause. <laughs> um, So the way it's going to work is Sam has to go from the East Coast to the West Coast, but... The connection isn't going to be strong enough. You can't just connect those two points. You have to connect a lot of things on the way. So he's going to be going to distribution centers, different facilities like weather stations, uh, some outposts, general things, and kind of connect each point to another point. And the way it's referenced is like using pieces of rope and tying them together to create one long piece of rope. So he's making knots along the way is what you're Mm -hmm. saying. So the way... Basically, there's they have the ability to transmit communications, but that's kind of it, technology-wise. <laughs> Once he gets to you know everything connected, they'll be sharing data, and as well as sharing data, they'll also be able to use a thing called chiral printers, and we'll have a little bit more on that later. This chrylinium uh, is something else. It's got a lot of uses for giving you like super depression. The what? I said the it gives you super depression, but this metal has a lot of uses. Yeah. So when chiral printers get brought up, it's mentioned that they can kind of create anything. Like imagine a 3D printer, but for anything. And the only thing it can't create, thanks to an interjection by Sam, is it can't create anything original or anything with a soul. It just makes copies. So gingers. It makes gingers. As he's leaving, though, he tells uh, Har- uh Die Hardman and Dead Man to look into his blood. Because if you remember that scene from way back when Sam was bleeding all around, the BTs were like not wanting to fuck around with his blood. And paired with the information we just got from Hartman, uh, there seems to be something that his Sam's blood makes BTs not want him. Or not like him, at the very least. And then when Die Hardman's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, I don't fucking know, man. You're a scientist. You figure it out and just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, motherfucker, they don't pay me to science. Figure it out. <laughs> like, I'm already walking from the East Coast to the West Coast. <laughs> Yo, the, you yeah, can, the least you could fucking do is research. <laughs> yeah, the least you can do is look under a microscope. <laughs> you motherfucker. Bro, you know my man got like, you know, post-apocalyptic Taco Bell. If you're going to be collecting my shit, just <laughs> torture you. So Sam leaves. And as he's going up the elevator, uh, he plugs into BB and we get another scene, another flashback kind of scene from the perspective of BB again. And it's again, Mads Mikkelsen. So this scene. That- oh, no, go for it. I was going to say, uh, I believe we uh, we revealed my man's name in the last one, or did we not? Okay, then never mind. I ain't going to say no, nothing. Continue. No, he hasn't yet. No. I know we don't even get half of his name until, like, part seven. Ooh, never mind. I forget we're still in the prologue, kind of. Yeah, dude. We're, we're only in chapter two. 
Okay, so it's from the perspective of BB, and BB is looking at this hospital room, and there's a woman laying on the table again, and this time Mads Mikkelsen is kind of leaning over the woman and apologizing and saying, you know, I'm sorry, Lisa. Don't worry, I'll take care of him. And he approaches BB, kind of like fiddles with it to where it seems like he's kind of taking the jar baby <laughs> out of a out of a like system or a terminal of some sorts, and that's when alarms and shit start going off. That's oh man, I'm sorry, I'm getting like ahead of it, but it's so ah. Oh. Yes, um, yeah, and that's it for that flashback forward back mm-hmm. thing. So, yeah, that's wild to like live a baby's memories. Yeah, it's fucking weird. So let's take a little breaky poo here because Sam is about to go out. He's about to do his first delivery because obviously he's going to be delivering packages. He's a courier along the way with doing these 10 other things at the same time. So let's take a little breaky poo and we're going to get to the first location, which is a way station ran by a guy by the name of George Baton. Not George Soros. Never George Soros. <laughs> Be right back, everybody. Peace. Welcome back. Hi. Hello. How are you? Terrible, I hope. If uh, if you were playing emo music before coming back, you're in the perfect mental state. So Sam picks up his order. Bit- <laughs> oh my god that's <laughs> that's a warehouse <laughs> that's all it reminds me of being in the warehouse so my man picks up his orders for a way station uh brand by george Baton. really nothing eventful gets uh happens there but there are some mechanics i want to explain along the way and one of them is so as the game progresses you'll see other porters but these other porters are npcs um but you'll also see that the game world itself changes based on other real world players. So for example, uh, the path, when you first walk to there, uh, cause right now there's no vehicles or anything unlocked. So you have to walk through streams and over like rocks and through, you know, grassy areas and shit. And as you're walking through there, the more that area is traversed or however that path is, the more people in the world that walk that path, like that path will start to become like, like the grass will die and it'll become like an actual pathway, like almost like a hand, like a, like an animal trail. It's, it's like the road system in civilization where if your workers go on it enough times, it kind of builds a road. Kind of. Yeah. Um, but it will also like, if there's like rocks and shit there, it'll like wear the rocks down. Ooh, erosion. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can actually see where other players have walked later on in the game, and you can kind of base your walking pattern based on that. But that's a cool mechanic that you discover along the way. Um, you also get to fuck around with BB and BTs again. You get through a little, little through a little BT infested area. Yo, can you imagine that? That's like your regular day. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta make a delivery. Gotta survive a godlike creature. Mm-hmm. I can, unfortunately. Um, now, this is also pretty cool, though, because this is also where you get introduced. Because you remember in the last episode, we talked about Igor leaving like ladders and like climbing ropes and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, now you as a player get to do the exact same thing. You get to carry these on your person. So this is where the mechanic of 
having equipment, but not too much equipment comes into play because Sam can only carry so much and you're walking for the most part across un what's the word I want? Not uncivilized, Un- but uh, Un- uncharted. Yeah, I guess uncharted. I I guess areas with no infrastructure. So you're you know bushwhacking. <laughs> you're, um, you're huffing it up and down mountains, <laughs> across rocks, through rivers and shit. So the more you carry, you know, the more it's going to affect your character in game. Whether it's like uh, there is a fatigue system. There's you need to like there's a stamina and your stamina gets drained, but there's also like permanent stamina and you can only refill it by resting or by drinking energy drinks. <laughs> like, there's a whole bunch of mechanics I, that you introduced. So anybody with actual trail experience, this is where you're going to shine. Mm-hmm. The way you pack your equipment too. Like if you have things that are heavy on one side, Sam will like topple over more and you need to actually like keep him balanced. And you have to like, you even have to watch how you walk. Yep. <laughs> and we talked about it in the first half, but literally the holding the L two while you're walking. Yep. It's wild. Um. So you make your way over there, uh, utilizing these mechanics, and it's kind. Of, it's not very far comparatively, especially for Death Stranding. Uh, but you get there and you meet George. So this is where George, uh, it's, you know, thanks Sam, and he apparently is bringing him oxytocin. Oh, is this a uh, oxytocin? Is this a real medicine? Well, it's a real hormone that you naturally create, mm. mm-hmm. and it's part of the uh, the male and female reproductive system, and it actually has an effect on uh, deliveries and lactation when it comes to birth. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it has a, you know, it's basically one of the big hormones that edit human behavior i guess a lot of people uh liking it to uh besides what's the besides endorphins it's right an endorphin rush is that what people make people happy yeah yeah the it's endorphins is when you let the cookie jar yeah so oxytocin is also considered one of the uh the quote unquote happy hormones Oh, man. Damn, bro. You were teaching the people today. Mm-hmm. Now, because I don't think it was endorphins, so I want to see. <laughs> dopamine. <laughs> Dopamine's the one I wanted. Serotonin, dopamine, and uh, endorphins. But uh, same with oxytocin. It's dopamine's cousin. He's seen some shit. Yeah, sorry. I was reading. Uh, so No, no, you're good. You're good. All this oxytocin. Now, uh, oxytocin, like, isn't something that, because this is like some more deep dive into the lore. Cause if you were doing something for happiness, you wouldn't prescribe oxytocin because usually it is more for child rearing than it is for happiness. Usually you would do something with any of the other numerous chemicals that would affect that. So it's weird in death stranding that oxytocin is the one that's delivered. And it's talked about by uh, George later on through an email that that's usually what people are taking in order to stay happy. Now, this may have a sin, sinister. Uh, uh, this this may be sinister <laughs> because I found out some shit. <laughs> oh, all yeah. right, let's hear yeah. it. Dro- drop yes. drop the. So, um, oxytocin is used in reference in the game, and I'm going to do more Death Stranding. Uh, I got to do more reading on how he phrases it in the game, but how I understand it right now, there is there was talk from good old uh, Amelie at one point that people aren't having kids anymore. Everybody's like trying to just survive. Uh, there's no births. 
There's absolutely like humanity has no reason to. Well, oxytocin, one of the big things it's used for is to induce abortions. Ooh, wow, this gets, you see, gets you see, bad. yeah, it gets dark as fuck, right? It, it takes on a way more sinister meaning. But if that theory is correct, if those things connect the way I think they connect, that means people are only happy when they know they're not bringing anybody else into the fucked up world. Into that hellhole. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's, it's dark, right? It's sinister. <laughs> It's it's dark, but it's like it's for a good reason. It's like I'm, this isn't the kind of life I want to give somebody. Yeah. So you know what I mean. So that's um. I have to. I'll have an answer by next episode because I want to reread it because it was something I didn't realize until like right before we did the show, and I was like, why? Because I wanted to know what oxytocin really did because I just bought it at face value, and then I was reading more on it, and I was like, this is dark. <laughs> this is darker than I thought. Boy, I wonder what kind of a headspace you have to be in to kind of put all these kinds of things together. I have no idea. Lord. Uh, I bet, man. I I bet that to be in that man's mind is something else. Well, there is a counter argument. Ooh. Okay, so the counter argument to that, because that's the dark side. So let's talk about the light side. The light side is oxytocin is released when, uh, when a mother gives birth. And that's what locks in your kind of parental nature i guess and that's why it's considered the one some people consider it to be the quote-unquote love drug is because when it's released that's what also initiates like uh the breasts to release the milk that it's been forming over the previous months um so essentially it's just so it's just like the game it's two sides of the same coin It, it get it can give life and it can also kill exactly it's the it's that weird line that it walks and it, i think it's up to kind of user perspective um, because some people do consider it the quote unquote love one, but at the same time it can totally devastate everything. Uh, so that's something that I'm going to keep looking into because I think it's interesting because I, I, I will say this. I don't believe um, I just personally don't believe that kind of love that the love that it's talking about on the love side. I don't believe that is the same as happiness. In that moment, yes. But for the lasting effects, no. My man says, I disagree. I do not. Not even disagree. Concur. Just I need uh, need more information at this point. <laughs> it's too much to work with. <laughs> too much going yeah, on. Yes, okay. too much going on. But moving on, uh, George then starts to ask Sam, hey, you know, what's uh, where's the rest of the second team? And Sam's like, I am the second team. <laughs> and he's like, they sent one fucking guy. <laughs> That's it. Just one guy. And he immediately starts like losing his shit. Bro. It doesn't matter. Video games, movie. And when I'm expecting the cavalry or the army, you always send me the one fucking dude. Yeah. It's, it's fucking crazy. So <sighs> Sam's like, yo, don't worry. I got the Cupid. I'm going to connect you. I'm going to put you on the shit. And he's like, fuck yeah, bro. Hook me up. And this is where something I want to bring up happens. So the way the system works, let me find the picture of it again so I can describe it properly. So Sam kind of removes the necklace from, you know, his neck and he places it in kind of like a terminal. It floats in between like the top and bottom section of a terminal and it begins to glow. It kind of goes through it. It's kind of like ghosting in between it, ain't it? Kind of. No, it's a dedicated area for it. 
Oh, never mind. Okay. Yeah, no, it's a it's like a dedicated area like that you would put that in. Um, but I don't mean it's like it barely fits in there. Like there's plenty of room to the top and bottom of it. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It might be one of those things where you just need to see it in the gameplay, or if you go to our Discord, we do post uh, we do post like faces and scenes that we're describing for easier listening. So check out the Discord, Mm y'all. Free promotion. Shameless promotion. I mean, we don't get anything from the Discord. (laughs) Yeah, we do. You get to come hang out with us. We love you. There you go. Now, there is a cool thing that I didn't notice until, once again, like my fourth playthrough. And one, you'd put that in there. Different words and numbers and letters and shit kind of appear. And Sam floats a little bit while it's happening because of the release of the Corellium from the Cupid. If you look at those words and shit, though, they're not random. They're very important equations is what you're saying. Yes, they end up being equations. Uh, And the first one is just a the standard. I shouldn't say standard. I should say general. Bearing in mind before I go all through this, I'm not a mathematician. I'm not a chemist. I'm not a fucking physicist. (laughs) So I'll be saying it in plain English. And if you want more information, look into it and tell me how I'm wrong, because I'm definitely going to be somewhat wrong in all these. (laughs) <laughs> and you me and lord we don't go somewhat we either all in or nothing mm-hmm. it's, it's all or nothing mm-hmm. at the end of the day well, there's six of these bad boys <laughs> good lord <laughs> so well hey man it's you me and lord let's dive into the lore <laughs> right no <laughs> so the, i know it's equations <laughs> yeah the first one is the reaction diffusion equation so the reaction diffusion equation is basically a mathematical model that can be used to describe physical phenomenon. The biggest one it's used in is chemistry. Okay. So, so basically it is the general equation used that describes how substances are transformed into each other. And then for diffusion is for how substances spread out across the surface. Yeah. You got science teachers everywhere. Like, uh, uh-huh, go uh-huh. on. <laughs> So, God, if they, yeah, right. So the second equation is the Dirac equation, and that is a part of quantum mechanics relating to Einstein's uh, special relative, uh, special relativity. So basically, that's it, it's space-time. It's the theory Einstein used for space-time, and it was the equation that was used to predict the, uh, the existence of antimatter. And with layman's term, the laws of physics and then the speed of light. Yes. You're like, hmm. Well, no, I'm reading up the next one because so the next one is the Higgs field. Now, for the Higgs field, I can only find things on the Higgs mechanism. I assume it's the same thing, but I'm probably wrong. Higgs field. So basically, uh, you've heard of it. You've watched sci-fi, the Higgs boson. Oh, yeah, 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 That's, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. God, God particle, God particle. <laughs> yes. So, god damn, how would you even begin to describe the Higgs boson? Um, you know what? Yeah, just I uh, just uh, just everybody think of the um, the hydrogen collider at CERN. That's the best way to put it. So basically, the Higgs boson is the fundamental particle associated with the Higgs field a field that gives mass to other fundamental particles such as electrons and quarks. A particle's mass determines how much it resists changes, uh, resists changing its speed or position when it encounters a force. 
Not all fundamental particles have mass. For example, the photon, which is a particle of light and carries the electromagnetic force, has no mass at all. So it's essentially, um, yeah, it's like the God particle is creation, pretty much. Sure, man. I didn't understand a lick of it, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to, y'all, if y'all watch that Cloverfield movie, that'll give you an idea. So the next up is the Einstein field equation, which describes gravitation. The next one is what we were talking about earlier, the quantum entanglement state. Ooh, entanglements. Mm. So Will and Jada. Yeah, right. The next is the the <laughs> last one is the Schwarzschild radius, which is the radius to which an object would have to be compressed, i.e. increasing its density without losing any of its mass in order to turn it into a black hole. Yo. <laughs> Damn. So all good equations you want being calculated right before your eyes. And this is being done automatically, right? Like yeah. Sam isn't out here no. <laughs> with paper and pen. No. And it only takes uh five or six seconds, I would say, for all this to be completed. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't we all take five, six, seven seconds? Oh yeah. Uh, I I already did all the equations. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. How we wrote it, we they actually hired us to write it for the game. So, you know, we know a thing or two. You know how I always complain about how I don't understand math because there's, like, letters in it now? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, like, symbols and shit in these ones. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, Greek. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's whole, it's whole fucking, um, <laughs> it's incantations, actually. <laughs> math at that level is it's spells. There's a... <laughs> There's a backward six with a lowercase t. Is <laughs> one of the. <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking at here. There's a there's a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> but I'm looking at it. <laughs> I'm looking at it. Shrek, I'm looking. <laughs> Good lord. I'm looking down. Uh, so he completes all this. It gets the hike back on. The next stop is the distribution center. Uh, he has to go through the distribution center and then through a wind farm connect those up and then he'll be go able to go to the kind of final destination of the area, which is Port Knot city from Port Knot city. He'll be able to catch a ride to uh, basically central United States. Yo, my man is huffing it for real. Like it's the freaking sixties. Yo, yo, for real. Uh, So while he's hoofing it from the way station to the distribution center, he walks through and by he, I mean, you do this as the player. Sam walks through kind of um, you don't notice it at first, but there's little poles in the ground going in a big circle around part of this map. And once you enter into that circle, a big orange ping, like almost like echo location comes at the player and bounces off of him and reveals the player's location. And that's when an alarm goes off and a whole bunch of dudes start chasing you. These dudes appear out of nowhere. <laughs> they have uh, long sticks that shock the fuck out of you, and you have to outrun them. Oh, damn, yeah. So it's it's <laughs> you're being chased by black lightning is what you say. Yes. Um, so these are called mules, and we'll get into their story uh, in the next episode. But for now, all you need to know about mules is they have a... They want your shit. <laughs> Yo, the mules are the cartels. It's the coyotes. Mm-hmm. Your border patrol, baby. Now, fortunately, as you're like running through it, it starts to rain. And the rain actually, or I'm sorry, it doesn't start to rain. A rainbow appears. The rainbow scares the fuck out of the mules and they fuck off. 
and Sam can being Sam continues walking in the direction of the rainbow because that's where the distribution center is. Uh, so basically the mules are even scared of the death stranding. Mm. Mm. It's, it's, it's funny cause there's so many things you kind of want to elaborate, but <laughs> can't, can't yet. Can't. Yeah. The mules will have some answers. It's kind of like, it'll be like this. We'll have, Answers that get answered, we get questions that get answered in an episode, and then new ones pop up, and then there's a few stragglers that remain, and that's going to be kind of the theme of the Death Stranding run that we're doing. It's all, yeah, and then later on, there's going to be a whole lot of cleaning up, but it'll mm-hmm. it'll be fun. Everybody's going to love it. <laughs> Everyone's going to love it. So, obviously, going through this, uh, BB gets activated again. Uh, the Odor deck starts pointing out different directions, how you need to walk. And uh, as soon as you are about to finish crossing this field of BTs, uh, BTs again, meaning beach things, as soon as you're about to get through it, the Odor deck just kind of goes limp and BB's bottle, like his jar turns red and he stops responding. Dead man comes on the comms and is like, hey, Sam, you good? And, and Sam's like, uh, the kid, I think, is broken. I think I broke the kid. Like, <laughs> kiddo no worko. Please fix him. <laughs> Please fix him. Uh, yep. So Dead Man's like, hey, uh, I mean, you're almost to the distribu- distribution center. Get there. Get to the private room. Put him in his little panel. I'll take a look at him and see if we can fix him, right? The question is, can he fix him? Does does, De- does, uh, does my man have the skills? Kind of. So basically, he kind of does say, like, hey, this isn't a like an emergency emergency. Basically, your BB is just stressed the fuck out. It's suffering through what Dead Man calls autotoxemia. And I'll be able What's to up, is my man drinking too much honey? Uh so let me see if it's an actual thing. It's just it's a it's the negative vibes. It's a he's a vibe killer. So oxotoxemia, also known as auto intoxication, is a disorder wherein the body improperly absorbs waste products from their metabolism, effectively poisoning itself. Oh. Mm-hmm. So this happens yeah, when BB no gets stressed out, which, you know, BB's a little stressed out after being chased and then having to walk through ghost things. I'd be stressed out too. Shit. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, I didn't sign up to be on an episode of Scooby-Doo. So on the way into the distribution center, Sam hooks it up real quick to the rest of the chiral network, gets into the room and then fucking puts it back into its incubator. Dead man appears. Man given it. Oh, oh. Dead Man appears, and now we finally get some answers on BB units. The truth. Kind of. A light truth. So, I won't give you the word for word of all of it, but I'll give you the points that are brought up. So, the first thing that we find out is the purpose of the jar that it's in and the incubator that you put it into when you get into the room is they are, but the jar is meant to simulate BB's mother's womb called a still mother um <laughs> so a still mother is um basically a brain dead woman yes uh their still mothers are brain dead women uh who are kept at the medical facility at capital not city uh the bbs are taken from these still mothers and put into their jars and the jars are kind of there to mimic the womb so the bb believes that it is in the womb of the mother still and essentially what can happen is because of the bb being like tied to life and death 
it can kind of get out of mm-hmm. whack. So every now and then those jars need to be put in the incubator. So that way it can sync up with the mother's womb again and kind of like reinforce the structure of the BB that it's like in the womb and it's not out doing all these crazy things. Hmm. And yeah, there's just the, the world is in at least the world and dust stranding is such an interesting place where things that normally like contradict work together. Yeah, it's it's a fascinating world, and I'm glad that we're going to dive into it. But, but yeah, so that's the first things. And then, once again, uh, he reiterates, hey, we don't know fucking shit about these BBs. Like, what I told you is basically what we got. That's what we know. Oh, my God. It even feels like a real job. Right. Like, uh, we don't have a manual, but you'll you'll pick it up as you do it. Uh, it's at this point that BB kind of looks at Sam and Sam's like, well, I mean, the kid looks happy. And that's where we get again, reiterated, like, no, it's just a piece of equipment. Don't get attached. <laughs> just leave it alone. Um, and that's when we also get information that the BBs don't last for more than a year. And that ha- somewhere through this journey, Sam's on with BB. He's going to have to get a replacement. Yeah, it's... <laughs> How do you casually just throw away a baby because you need a better baby? Yeah. I mean, I feel it. Oh my God. The the world of death stranding is always something else. It's so fucking. So I believe that I think we're going to leave off here. So that way in the next episode, cause Sam's going to go night, night after, you know, this is a very long long day he had he's gonna and he's gonna take a shower he's gonna yeah we have more shower scenes coming in the next episode that are very important um there's a there's there's a shitty joke i've been sitting on for it since last episode is it gonna want want me to give up all my rights and disappear from the podcast is it that good you're gonna yeah it's gonna be embarrassing for me and it's not even a funny joke it's it's kind of a two on the nose um so we'll get oh there. no yeah it's a bad one it's terrible but i'm not changing it <laughs> I even have it written in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Do not change. <laughs> um, so we're going to be going through that. We're also going to be getting some more information on the mules. That's going to be the big one. So the next episode is going to be chemicals, bad jokes, mules, chiral crystals. What it sounds like is one night in El Paso. And dreams. Or, oh, nice. Yeah. So we're going to be. And dreams. And dreams. Oh, shit. This just turned into an episode of The Sandman. Yeah. So stay tuned for it won't be next week. Next week we have Halo. So the week after that is when we'll be doing the next section of Death Stranding. And it's going to be a lot more information than it's going to be story for the next episodes. So be ready for that. Chances are we're going to make it to the wind farm and that's probably going to be about it. But we're also going to rock out a very large portion. Bring your bring your 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 notebooks and pencils to class. Here we're going to talk about how the windmills killing the birds. Don't get me started on wind power. (laughs) Next episode, Don Quixote. (laughs) Uh, but all right. Hey, thanks everybody for coming once again. We appreciate you. Feel free to come and hang out with us on our Discord costs absolutely nothing it's literally just to hang out um i tend to play a lot of games there so you you know come and catch a game with me and we'll catch you next week peace later y'all